Hello everybody, welcome to episode 2 of Enderun Unmuted Limitless. Today we have a very, very special guest, but before we introduce you to her, my name is Frances. I'm CK. And I'm Clark. And, and we, we are, are your, your hosts for, for this season's Enderun Unmuted. Okay, then we'll go into speaking. Yeah. Okay. okay. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> <laughs> Who starts? Speaking about Limitless, who do you think our special guest is today, Francis? I don't know. I think I think someone who's really important to senior high school. Oh wait. I think long. You think I think it's someone that we all know and we all love, right? Oh my gosh, I know. I think, I know, not I think, I'm sure. I'm sure that this person is really amazing and also has the cutest dog ever. That's so true. I think everyone loves her dog, but more than her dog, everyone loves her. So, Tama. Clark, can you reveal to us who our special hmm. guest is today? So let me introduce to you guys our ever limitless senior high school principal, Ma'am Sherry. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that really, really awesome introduction. So welcome to Unmuted Miss Sherry. Before we begin, could you give us a little bit of background about who you are and what you'd like to share to our audience? Um, well, a lot of you know me from our interactions since the beginning of the school year and last year as well. Uh, Faith knows that I have a daughter your age. She's also graduating this year, but she's too smart to actually come and study in a school that I teach at. Um, and my youngest daughter is 10, and so that's fun. They're both in double digits, which makes me feel really old. So Sandy is now my baby. Sandy <laughs> will always be a baby. Always. <laughs> but thanks for having me on. I am limitless in terms of my growth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like mental, you know, yes. spiritual. Of course. Right. All right. <laughs> so before we get into the discussion of what makes Miss Sherry, Miss Sherry, let's have a little bit of a game segment. Are you guys ready? Slide. No. Huh? <laughs> We're ready. Okay. We'll be, pro we'll be moving on to the game segment. Good. Sure. <laughs> So for our game today, we have someone to thank, and that's Paula of our content team. Thank you again, Ooh, thanks, Paula, for Paola. making this thanks, game. Paola. So in regards to this, this is the classic Hep Hop Hooray, except with a twist. This time, since we have Miss Sherry on, we'll be using the word limitless and of course unmuted. So for this game, instead of using Hep Hep Hooray, we'll be using either limitless or hooray. So for example, I say limitless two. <laughs> Limitless, limitless. Limitless three. Limitless, limitless, limitless. Enderon unmuted one. Enderon unmuted. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing really well. <laughs> if that was also me, I'd be like, what? Okay, so that's for our game today, and we'll be doing one round. It's basically an elimination. So whoever stands or whoever wins, wins. Are you guys ready? Yes. yes. Sana. Sure. Yes. Sure. Wow. Wow. Guys, with conviction, you're sure. Yes. Sure. I'm ready. Okay, okay. 100%. So, 
So we'll be starting. Are we ready? Sure. Yes. yes. Okay. So for our first game, Frances, Limitless Three. Limitless, Limitless, Limitless. Good. Clark, Limitless Two. Limitless, Limitless. Miss Sherry, Enderon Two. Enderon, Enderon. Frances, <laughs> Limitless Five. Limitless, 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 Limitless. Was that five? That was six. Was it six? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I'm guys. No, it's okay, it's okay. This was just a practice round. I yan. <laughs> guys, because actually, I'm the one who's getting confused. <laughs> I'm the one who's already Hilo. Okay, so this is our actual round. Wish me guys luck. Starting with Clark. Clark, unmuted three. Unmuted, unmuted, unmuted. Frances, unmuted five. Unmuted, 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 unmuted. Miss Sherry, limitless five. Limitless, 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 limitless. You should be in your It's okay. Clark, limitless five. Limitless, 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 limitless. Limitless four. Limitless, 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 limitless. Limitless three. Limitless, limitless, limitless. Limitless two. Limitless, limitless. Unmuted two. Unmuted, unmuted. Unmuted one. Unmuted. Unmuted five. Unmuted, 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 unmuted. When you get old, it doesn't connect anymore. Unmuted four. Clark! Okay, so Clark's out. Now we have just Miss Sherry and Frances. No. It's okay, Miss. You can do it. Miss, actually, we're rooting for you. I think it's a bit halata. So for our first question, Miss Cherry, are you ready? As ready as I can be, I suppose. Okay, perfect. As a woman and a mother, how did constant change affect you mentally, physically, emotionally, and sociologically? And since you are a mother of two, as you mentioned, how can you balance all this, especially when you're so accomplished at a young age? <laughs> Who told you I was young? <laughs> constant flux of change is good in terms of being able to adapt and that's something that at a at an early age getting used to really did 
helped me eventually in terms of not taking anything too seriously. Obviously, I don't take things too seriously, but um, also being ready for whatever might come. And so knowing that it's okay if today didn't go exactly as planned because there will always be a tomorrow. And so that kind of eases the burden that we place a lot on ourselves in terms of success and kind of that hard line of being um, productive. So wherever you are in the day, wherever you are um, in the week or in a month, so be it. And it's nice that you guys have experienced that in a way that is very unique. You've got transitioned from face-to-face uh, -face classes to fully online, then to hybrid, that slow trickle, and now we're back face-to-face. -face. And so you've gone through all of these little modalities without having any choice. And so that forces you to be able to adapt against your will sometimes, but uh, it's all part of that learning process. I think one of the nicest things I've ever heard about learning is that learning is supposed to be stressful. It's supposed to be painful because you're exposing yourself to something new and unknown. And as humans, that's always gonna make us uncomfortable to some degree. But being comfortable with that discomfort is where learning happens the best. So I think, yeah, in terms of, it definitely isn't easy. There are days where it's easy to say, but it's harder to feel. So those are the days you kind of go easy on yourself, drink a little bit more coffee, you treat yourself to ice cream for breakfast, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Ice cream for breakfast, yes. I'm taking those up. <laughs> I always have ice That's cream. That's our key takeaway after the news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All things said and done. Ice cream for breakfast. That's going to be your yeah. tagline. Miss <laughs> Cherry, ice, ice cream for breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> See, this is why it's limitless. <laughs> waistline. <laughs> so, Miss Cherry, are yeah. you ready for the question number two? Yes, please. Okay. So, like, how do you manage being a mom and a principal and an educator? How do you manage all of that? Well, they're not very much different from each other. If you look at all three roles, um, I'm part of this community where we have monthly fora. Um, and so I often have to introduce myself and they, one question is, you know, what does your life revolve around? And I love that question because every time I look at it, it always reminds me exactly of how these three things that you've mentioned really do overlap. You can't separate being a parent to you guys, you can't separate being an educator even as a mom or as a parent. So it all just kind of melds into each other. So in terms of kind of processing all of that, I treat you guys the way that I treat my daughters. Um, and as strange as that sounds, I also treat my daughters as I treat you guys. <laughs> so if you see us in the mall and I'm like playful bantering with them, <laughs> that's really what we do. And it, it's, it's, it's really fun, actually. It doesn't feel like a job at all, which is why I think, you know, I just suck the joy and the life out of you guys slowly, you just don't notice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. This universe. <laughs> I'm killing you all. Miss Sherry Tan, mother of titans. Yeah, oh, right? Right? oh I love oh, that. <laughs> mother of titans. Limitless. <laughs> Oh, I love that. That should have been our title, Mother of the Titan. <laughs> <laughs> it came now. Oh my no. gosh. Too late, too late. You can even shorter it Limitless. further, but then that's kind of like 
You're going to edit that part. Because <laughs> that sounds wrong. Get some yeah. Sorry, Miss Longley. Okay, so speaking, as you mentioned a while ago, Miss, you did mention that sometimes that there are hurdles that we do encounter, or sometimes we have to be uncomfortable with the things we encounter. So with that, when do you think is the time that we should accept reject or reject change? And when are the times that we should welcome it? Like, what is the extent or what is the line that we say, no more, we stop with change? That's a really good question. I think, and that's a really, really important question to ask yourself because nobody else can answer it except for yourself. Um, one good rule of thumb, I suppose, is to go back to, to, to really know who you are as a person and what kind of values you have and understanding what your limits are. Because to be limitless, you also have to understand that boundaries do exist. You can't, it's not a, it's not a vacuum, right? So if, say for instance, um, somebody asks you to do something, you know, we're not doormats. We don't want to encourage that kind of mindset as well. So if it causes discomfort in the like, deepest recesses of your heart, then you know, it's probably not for you or it's not, if, it could be not for you, but it could be okay for someone else and that's okay. Um, and so being able to self-reflect, being able to take the time to really understand yourself and your strengths and, and who you are as a person, you know, it, it's not just kind of that touchy-feely like, oh, we all gotta be like mindful. It really is about that inner strength. And so being able to say, okay, here is the hard stop. This is, this is the limit in the limitless, um, is an important skill. And it's something that it's, it's often overlooked because especially with you know, the culture of being resilient, the, the culture of having grit, you always have to kind of just um, hunker down and just get through it. But there are, there are times when that doesn't apply or it shouldn't apply. So that's a really good question. Thank you, Miss. Yeah, I I think everyone does agree because you know sometimes we encounter those things where you're kind of like I want to do it, but then you think wait, but my Asian culture, <laughs> my culture tells me that I have to do this. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're always battling yourself, Miss. So what do you think is one of the experiences where you kind of told yourself I don't want to do this and I don't have to do it? So you kind of like drew that line, Miss. That well. Oh, we're gonna get personal. No, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> a little, just a little bit, just, just tiny. Um, one of the things that came, that brought me to Enderun was um, kind of coming up against that realization that something wasn't for me anymore. Um, the school that I was with previous to this is a school that I really, really loved, um, and I still do love. I love the students. I love my co-teachers. It was a place that I thought, and this is something that I've come to recognize about myself. I'm a serial monogamist, meaning if you leave me in a spot, I'm just gonna stay there forever until, <laughs> until somebody pushes me out. Um, but there came a point in time where, you know, it became uh, the joy kind of lost its, 
lost its shine, lost its luster. Um, and it took a lot of soul searching to figure out why that was. And it wasn't an easy decision to make, um, but it was for the best because then I came here and it was like this school has been such an amazing opportunity, not just to grow the institution, but to, to grow myself, <laughs> to reach that limitless state. <laughs> we're, we're very, very happy that you're a principal, <laughs> That's what you think. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Genuinely. Aww. Yeah, thank you for sharing, Michelle. We're, we're hopefully happy. <laughs> we're glad that you're with us. Yeah. And as we mentioned, we hope you're doing better. Mm. So another question from me. Yes. <laughs> So, so Michelle, how were you able to find opportunities that aided you in believing that change is inherently good uh, despite its struggles? Well, being raised in an Asian household or in that, in that Asian culture, but in different countries around. So you're, you have kind of contradicting cultures coming at you when you're growing up. You've got a very Western mindset where it's very egocentric. It's very, no, what I say, I'm the most important person in the world. And then going home and being like, I am the least important person in the world. <laughs> uh, just for context, I'm the third of three daughters. I'm the youngest and I'm a girl and we're Chinese. So that kind of puts you very low on the totem pole. But um, it's, it, was, it would have been very easy to just accept that, um, accept that mindset and kind of diminish yourself. But then you get to a point where you're like, this isn't serving me. It's not serving me and it's not serving anybody around me. And so when that happens, um, it really becomes a, a point of making sure that you're the best you can possibly be at a moment because it's not just about you it's also about those around you wow yes you're, so, <laughs> you're healing my inner child oh. <laughs> my inner chinese child <laughs> speaking oh. about family miss i hope you don't mind the question but how did you kind of show your family that despite your placement in life that you showed them that oh even though I'm, this is your assumption of me. This is how I grew. And how did you establish this? This growth was here to stay. Like this wasn't a temporary growth. This was who you are. How did you get them to accept that? So, oh. kids watching, <laughs> very painfully. I won't sugarcoat it. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, it does take once you've set boundaries where there were no boundaries before. Obviously, there will be kind of pushback, especially if it's um, unexpected. But to be honest. Even as, you know, we kind of accept that there are specific cultures that have pre preset mindsets, um, at the end of the day, having honest and open communication with those around you authentically, um, it works wonders because honestly, my relationship with my mom, when I was younger, it was one of fear, obviously. Um, she says jump, I say how high. <laughs> or my favorite memory is uh, I was in a, a, a combo class meeting. I was in the second grade, but I was taking third grade classes for, for some subjects. 
So I remember coming home, being the only second grader in a third grade math class, and telling my mom that I got the highest score on a test or something like that. It was 98 over 100. I was like, ah! And she goes, where are the other two points? <laughs> and that scarred me for life, obviously, because I still remember. But, um, and that for me translated to, oh, I didn't do good enough, or I didn't, even though I did better than everyone else, it still wasn't good enough. But talking to my mom now about that particular incident, for her, it was just like a, a mindless comment that she didn't realize had had such an effect on me. And so once we kind of get out of our own mind or get past our own assumptions, we can start to recognize, oh, okay, it's not as toxic as I thought it was. Maybe I was also not processing or not understanding as much as I could have. But now that I'm a little older and we can have these conversations, you can think, go back and think, okay, I can let that little thing go. <laughs> and it, it makes everything a little bit better. Sweet. <laughs> um, so, now that you have your own family, uh -huh. your two daughters, and um, your dog and your cats, <laughs> cats, yes, um, and your career, what, what, what's next for you, Miss Sherry? Oh my goodness. Um, well, I just finished a coaching certificate course. Ooh, okay. Not, not like athletics coaching, <laughs> like life coaching. coaching. Yeah. Um, and I'm taking Japanese classes. So now is a time where you start like, and this is not because I'm trying to brainwash you guys, but learning is actually really fun, um, especially if it's stuff that you want to know or that you know that you will be using or that again serves you, makes you a little bit more of yourself. And so, so I'm learning Japanese. Um, I know eventually in terms of career growth, I do have to get my doctorate. Um, and that's probably going to take me somewhere else. Or if I can do it online, then that'd be great. So that means I can stay here. But yeah, just a continuation of this learning process, I guess. You're like, wait, you're not leaving, are you? No, 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 no. Don't worry. Because don't worry. if you're going to announce it here, no, 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 no. I'm you. Well, how do we explain this? <laughs> I'm not leaving anytime soon, don't worry. <laughs> okay. I just uh, graduated. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> no, but my goodness, that's, isn't it so amazing that Miss is a principal, a mother, and then she's also like Study. studying? Yeah. yeah. So, oh, wow. Oh, that's fun. amazing. It's fun. It, it, it is fun. Like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> no, I feel like Kiernan and Enderan, they do make it fun. Aww. Yeah, that's true. Love you, Enderan. <laughs> I enjoyed this school. So, I have like yeah. a final question. Yeah. I mean, is this a question? Let me just say it. So, mm -hmm. as a working mother, uh, what can you say to your fellow working mothers as well as to their children? Uh, go easy on yourself. It, it's not. It's not easy, but at the end of the day, the guilt, because there always will be guilt, um, like self-inflicted guilt, which is so sad. But there's nothing other than what society tells you that holds you back. There's no shame in wanting to be your own person. There's no shame in wanting to have both a career and a family. And, you know, there's also no shame in not wanting to do that. If you want to have just a career, or if you just want to have a family, there's no just. But um, 
a lot of the kind of single mom or working mom guilt comes from that feeling of not being able to provide everything. But you can't provide what you don't have for yourself. So if you don't have fulfillment, then you can't really encourage that in those around you. So, yeah. There I follow up question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like, was there ever a time where you had to choose between your family and your career? Oh, yeah, tons of times. Um, one of the things that I really, really enjoy doing as a teacher is seeing my students outside of the classroom. Because it gives me, like, these things. It makes me so happy to see you guys, like, flexing who you are outside of the classroom. Because obviously, there is a set dynamic um, in that kind of environment. But you guys in the world doing your thing, it makes me so very proud. And a lot of that in my old school was, or it revolved around athletics. So every Saturday, there would always be some sort of game going on. There would be some sort of competition. And a lot of the times, um, especially if one of my homeroom kids was playing, um, I'd be there. But that also meant um, taking time away from my weekend with my kids, uh, which when we talked about it, they asked students, thought that that was really, really cool, that me as a teacher would care that much to want to go see this. Um, and so, again, being able to have that open communication, being able to say, I would love for you to be able to come with me and do, like, watch with me, but obviously, like, put yourself in that position. If you're like a 10-year-old a and your mom's like, let's go watch some randos play basketball and you want to stay home and that's perfectly okay but um, them being able to understand that it wasn't me choosing work over them but kind of choosing like other my other kids oh my gosh that sounds so strange but um, but that it was it wasn't as selfish as maybe other people might have thought it was it makes it's very much worth it. That's true. I yeah. I think everyone agrees with this, Sherry. Because I feel like, sorry, we're gonna dive into woman womanism. <laughs> womanism. <laughs> yeah, I feel as I think Frances, Miss Sherry Clark, just being along <laughs> that as woman and you know coming from someone who will work in the future there's always this idea that you have to sacrifice one each so i feel having open communication does ensure that you're not necessarily sacrificing but yeah. you're more of prioritizing one over the other but it doesn't mean you're neglecting the other part yeah. and thank you for sharing that miss sherry i feel mm -hmm. it does show students especially students who plan to pursue their career even when they become mothers that it's possible and Hello, we have the physical being here, guys. <laughs> we have proof right here oh, that yeah. everything will yeah. be amazing. So, um, based on Clark's posture, Clark, do you have another question for Miss Sherry? <laughs> Actually, just a thought. Like, have you ever received any judgment? Because, I mean, uh, since you're a working mom and, like, uh, not everyone can understand that uh, situation. Do you ever uh, get judgment from others as uh, you still have your work and you still manage to, uh, to, to take care of your kids at home? Like, mm -hmm. Do you ever uh, get judgments because of that? Well, I'm lucky. I'm lucky in the sense that 
uh, I have a very strong support system around that and um, and it's been my norm like ever since I graduated from college I've never not worked and so it was almost as if the working was my default and then the kids kind of came afterwards um, I guess the biggest or the the greatest judgment that I've had to encounter was myself or the one that mattered the most there you go the the judgment that mattered the most to me was the one that came from myself saying am I am I prioritizing or ha have I allocated too much time to this one aspect of my life should I be more mindful about spending some more time with this other aspect and then you come to the realization that it's not so much about how many hours you clock in but it's the quality of the time that you spend so um, like say for instance with um, with my daughters we get our weekends although they spend um, one day of the weekend with their dad and one of the, one day of the weekend with me so that one day becomes really really important about it doesn't have to be a big thing but we go to the supermarket together, we plan the week, we plan our meals for the week, they kind of um, help me do the grocery shopping, and it gives us all a sense of responsibility and ownership that we're also doing together. And so it's something really small that we look forward to every week. Um, and so when it comes to that, those little voices that go like, ah, I guess more judgment comes from the fact that I'm a single mom rather than a working mom. And so in terms of, oh, you, you know, they don't have a consistent father figure. Personally, I think that's a good thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. No, but, um, you know, it really just is about being, knowing that you're doing the best that you can. And as long as you know that and those that matter know that, it'll be good. You know, guys, I think it's definitely an Asian thing with the grocery because same as my for some reason, my family. Have you guys encountered that? When you guys go to the grocery, the moment my dad is like, we're going to the grocery, I'm like, wow, an event. <laughs> I get I so come. excited. I'm like, finally, same. something I like. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> No, but yes, I get that. And yeah, what about you guys? What is a little bit of experience that you kind of relate with, with Miss Sherry? Because I I'm really with the grocery part. I relate to that so hard. Like yeah. a personal experience in your family too. Just for a little bit of segment because thank you miss for sharing very personal things. But um, I'm worried our audience might start to get a bit sad because you know, there's a lot of pressure in becoming a good teacher, a good mother, and a good person, which Miss Sherry does flawlessly. But yeah, a little bit of segment lang. Wait, who said I was a good teacher? No, I'm just kidding. Miss, <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't invite you to our joke. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what about for you, Frances? Like, a little bit of experience that you appreciate from your mother. Yeah, my mom's also a single mom, and I'm an only child, so I really do um, appreciate the moments that I get to spend with her. Like, even the simplest moments, like like going to the grocery store. I love that. Like, picking out which what baon I want for the week right, or like exactly. you know you see all the options and like oh my gosh this is so exciting <laughs> or like or just like sitting at home and watching a movie it's mm -hmm. really like even the simplest moments I really do I treasure them and I'm very very happy that I get to have these experiences with my mom and I'm That's sure nice. that um, your daughters feel the same way make sure you tell your mom yes <laughs> mom <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't worry, miss. We'll stream this for our whole family. Oh, <laughs> Sit one hour and watch me talk. <laughs> <laughs> what about for you, Clark? Like something you want to share? So I love my mom. I love you, mom. <laughs> so like, hmm. I feel like there's a butt somewhere. <laughs> no, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, so my mom like is a housewife. I stay at home mom so like uh, she takes care of me and my brother so like she sacrificed her uh, career mm-hmm. to take care of us and then like like not everyone can understand how being a stay at home mom as well is very difficult it's a job guys it's a job okay um, I think uh, stay at home moms as well doesn't get a lot of recognitions for what they're doing to their uh, children mm-hmm. because uh, they think like ay sabay lang naman yan Uh-oh. like no uh, they're still working guys it's a 24-7 job so like I really appreciate my mom and like every time I get to spend my time with her like I mean anytime <laughs> whenever I'm home <laughs> so like I get to spend time with her and I really love my mom yeah. that's for me Okay, so happy Mother's Day! Like happy <laughs> Mother's Super Day. delayed Mother's, Mother's Day! Day. Okay. Before we move forward, I I also have to give a shout out to my mom. <laughs> she might she might be like, where is my shout out? So, yeah. So in regards to my mother, she's she's very active. She's a working mom as well. But aside from working mom, she also she also has this habit of going home and making sure everything's fixed. So when we go home, even after she picks me up from school. There's already like dinner on the table, and then my sister showered, and then my dog's clean. And I'm like, how did you do this? And how did you do this if you come home one hour and then you like? So it's Magic. amazing how hard mothers work, and just how hard, even if you're not a mother, just how hard you necessarily work to achieve your goal. So as Clark and Francis and Michelle mentioned, whether you're a working mom or you're a stay-at-home mom or you're not a mom at all, you're doing your effort, and that's great. Correct. Happy Mother's Day. Happy late Mother's Day. We have so many title choices, guys. Yeah. So I guess for our last question, thank you again, Miss Sherry, for being very open for this podcast. We'd just like to ask you, what is something you'd like to change along the way to spruce up a bit of your dynamic with your children and with your work life? Ah. Well... Like I said, my eldest is your age, so she's applying off to college. Um, We're starting to transition into the idea that she's not going to be home as much, or she might be in a completely different country. And so uh, that is something that really does highlight the fact that, like what Clark said, and when you're home, you want to be able to make the most of that time and, and spend it meaningfully. Um, but also, like, you have that apprehension, like <laughs> Francis said, well, it's a banks. There's a little <laughs> bit of that factor. Um, and so it's a completely different, it's going to be a completely different dynamic in the house uh, where Lily will now be kind of an only child and we'll see how that goes it's exciting though um learning to let go and but also um making sure that um Ramona is comfortable enough to take that leap because now it's about that transition for her and so being there just as like 
a safety net from far away <laughs> without without hovering too much. Mm -hmm. I think that's it's going to be hard, but it's going to be fun. And we're excited for you, Michelle. Yeah, because you. you guys are in the same boat. <laughs> you guys are so You're going to, you have a lot of children too. Ah! And you will always have a place to come and like, Aww. if you need a safety net, come back to Enderon. We will be here to catch you. <laughs> <laughs> Not to enroll, don't worry, you don't. <laughs> but just come and say hi. Yes, for sure. I have sepanks with Enderun. Already? <laughs> oh my gosh, miss, yes. Aww. Yes. <laughs> okay, we can cut that. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can put it at the Are you sepanks. okay, gosh? <laughs> hey. um, okay. Part three. So, for the last, thank you, miss, Sherry. Hey. Miss, we learned so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How do you do it? No, seriously, Miss. Like, so many. Oh, no. No, I'm record. she's still going. Okay. So, before we finish things up a bit, is there anything you would like to tell our listeners or our audience right now? Oh. No, that. Um, that sometimes it might feel like it's a lot to handle. There are so many things on your plate, so many roles that you have to fulfill. But know that this is your support system, that so many people working around you or with you really do care about you and want you to be at the baseline happy. And so. <laughs> we can cut it at that. That makes I'm happy. <laughs> nice. Um, miss, or, sorry, are you okay with doing that? Okay, again? I don't remember what I said, so it's gonna be completely different. It's okay, um, Miss. Like, no worries. Am I asking again? Yeah. Okay. Um, before we wrap things up, is there any anything you would like to tell our listeners and our audience right now, Miss? Um, that you are all doing amazing at whatever it is that you are doing whether it's you know getting straight A's if that's what you want to do whether it's learning something completely new that's also something whether it's applying yourself to sports or a job or um, something that gives you happiness go for it know that there's no there's no shame in that and so yeah, I wouldn't be able to be a good teacher or a good principal if you guys weren't amazing as well. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's Enderon Senior High School for you guys. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for that message, Miss Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really learned so much from you, Miss. That's true. <laughs> no, like, um, I think something that really like stuck with me like is something you said in the beginning is that even if things aren't going your way today that it's okay and that's fine because there's always going to be a tomorrow and I'm going to live by that now yeah. and I'm really like glad I heard that because it's it's gonna be something new for me too. for sure you can't be 100% every day nobody yes. is even God rested yes so it's okay for me I I'm really thankful that we do have a community where we are able to depend on, as Ms. Sherry mentioned, even when there are a bit of setbacks, maybe in college life or personal life, 
there's always a place that we can rely on and that's Enderon. So I'm gr- very grateful for that, Ms. Sherry. And no matter how many times we have you over unmuted here, this is Miss Sherry's third time on Enderon. <laughs> you continue to share wisdom and we'll never get tired of asking yes. you for wisdom. So thank you so much. Okay. What about for you, Clark? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. So I have a few. Okay. Oh. <laughs> like first off, when you said that it doesn't feel like a job at all, I mean that's very nice because whenever you have uh, some responsibility or commitment, a job, like whenever you feel that way, it's really nice because you will be able to commit your one hundred percent and give your all to do it without ever getting tired or burnt out, as long as you have proper allocation of time. Just as you have said. And speaking of time, like uh this needs to be heard by everyone that quality is over quantity, guys. Okay. And oh I'm teaching <laughs> And like another thing is learning is actually fun and it is yeah. never too late. This needs to be heard as well by everyone since yeah. like some people think that when you graduate from college that's the end of learning no every step that we take in life is part of our learning process as mm-hmm. human beings it never stops guys mm-hmm. and like having a great support system around you will be able to really help you mentally spiritually emotionally in every possible aspect mm-hmm. so like guys surround yourself with great people, people to be able to support you uh, I second uh, that Yes. I I third that. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I also like what Clark was saying about how it's it's not about age. It's not. Too, it's never too late. And that's such an important, you know, coming back to the idea that you're not gonna be, you know, it's okay because there'll always be a tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. if say for instance, trust me, I, I've experienced this. I think that's also why I like learning because it also humbles me. So I had a Japanese class uh, on Saturday, and I got a seven over ten. <laughs> and that was literally my expression when it when I got my results. Because the assumption is that because I'm a principal, because I'm an educator, or maybe it's again a pressure I'm putting upon myself that I like to get perfect scores. And so knowing that it's okay, even if I had gotten a three or a four, being able to look back at that quiz and say, okay, I know what I did wrong, and I know next time I'm not going to do the same mistakes. And you know, applying that to, on a grander scale, if things don't go your way this semester or next semester, or if you need to take a break from learning altogether, that's okay. It's perfectly fine because school's not going anywhere. Learning is always going to be there. Information is always going to be there. So there you go. Wisely ended by Miss Sherry. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, even though this episode has concluded, thank you so much for sharing your limitless values to us, Miss Sherry. My and pleasure. we can't wait to have you back. Isn't that right, guys? For yes. sure. Yes. Next month? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't worry, Miss. The next team who's here with us mm-hmm. will will take note. <laughs> so, thank you once again, Miss Sherry, for attending Ender and Unmute's second episode. And we'll see you soon. My Bye. Pleasure. So guys, don't forget to follow us on social media at enderon.unmuted and at inkenderon on Instagram and on Facebook. Yes, if there's anything you want us to talk about, feel free to reach out by sending us a message. 
that's true but for now we are muting again thank you so much for tuning in this episode and this is your favorite podcast and they're unmuted hear from me soon bye Thank you.